Hello, and welcome to the best podcast in the world. This isn't it, but I'm welcoming you to S-Town. This is not S-Town. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly, potentially your four times a week weekly podcast. That's right. Every week, four episodes. Is it on Monday? Is it on Tuesday? Depends how ahead of the game I am. Yesterday's came out Tuesday. That was the first of the week. How's the music behind me? Is it stressful? It's called Road Rash. I've got my video game system going. I've got a vintage Model 1 Sega Genesis with high-definition graphics written on above the cartridge slot. I've got a Super Nintendo. I've got PlayStation 2. And I have a PlayStation 4. And I even have access to like old computer games if I really want to play those. Things are looking up for Flano. Uh, yeah. So I'm celebrating having the Sega Genesis getting it working by um, basically playing the music as the background for my show. In case you've never listened to this show before, welcome to Season 2! Episode 2? I don't know. Let's count Scott Rogowski yesterday as being Episode 1. This podcast was started because I had just gotten home from a long sojourn in Los Angeles, California. I'm a comedian, writer, actor, living man. That's really what I am in the end, is a living person just trying to go about his life and be happy. And let me tell you, when I left Los Angeles, I almost thought I'd lost the ability to be happy. Uh, I mean, I was having fun with my friends, but when things are bad, I feel bad. And when things are good, I feel good. To quote The Seeker by The Who, yes, Pete Townsend is sketchy. Maybe he's, quote, canceled, unquote, but I am still going to reference The Seeker. And the lyric written is... I'm happy when life's good, and when it's bad, I cry, and that is where I'm at. When I came home, I'm just starting to wrap my head around the fact that I basically had had a long, nervous breakdown, and uh, I came home and I was not feeling good, but I powered through. I got deep into uh, researching ADHD, ADD, uh, whatever you want to call it. I had been diagnosed with it four years ago, and lo and behold, there's more to it than just taking speed. There's even more to it than meditation and exercise. The most important thing with ADD is to know that almost all of the things that you thought were terrible flaws about yourself that were completely unfixable... Well, they're just completely unfixable. They're not terrible flaws about yourself. No, they're manageable. You can manage yourself. You're late for everything. You know what? Go to Spain. I don't know. Why am I getting... Why am I putting the Spaniards in this box? But don't they have a thing where you can show up whenever? Or is that France? Anyway, the point is I read a lot of stuff about ADD. I joined a support group that was sort of also an accountability group we were meeting up every week and um reading a book together and also talking about goals we'd set if you have any interest in starting a group like that talk to me maybe i can help you out 
or email with me, don't talk to me. I'm not fun to talk to. I'm more of a talk at type. Anyway, got medicated, not afraid to say I needed to get medicated, so I did. Exercised, moved in with my mom, started gaming instead of drinking, (laughs) and slowly built it back up to the point now where it's 7.30 in the evening and I'm wearing pajama pants. So that's wonderful. And the first uh, six months, whatever it was of this podcast, five months, I really appreciated all of your help, uh, all of your feedback, all of your support, all of the people who are willing to be guests, uh, Scott Thompson or Emily Mover, James Hartnett, Gilson Lubin. We were talking about our friend McCasey Arthur, Aisha Brown, um, A.L. Senior and Kurt Newman. Like all of these amazing people, and then of course you even listening to me talking about all this stuff, you really took the pressure off me needing to be funny. (laughs) And ain't that the first step to funniness? I think I did a podcast right before I left where I talked about the woman who told me to wrap it up at my own show that I put it on and how I basically got in a fight with her. Maybe I didn't because I was talking about that with Steph, but my God did that hurt my feelings. And yet it only hurt my feelings for the one night just get get into it i mean she kind of heckled me and i was in a tenuous moment in one of my sexy comedy bits and uh i got really sad and offended and uh i took it out on her but and if you as my friend said once you you know once you kind of make things weird it's like it's your fault is it good or bad i don't know but it's your fault fault is subjective today's my mother's birthday i'm so happy for my mom she's she's made it she's really made it and it's her birthday i heard her talking to her sister on the phone full disclosure look don't judge me here i'm a forgetful boy i woke up late she woke up late too i hear and the phone rings downstairs and i hear my mom pick it up and she goes Oh, thank you. You remembered my birthday. And in my head, I was like, oh, God, January 8th. It's my mom's birthday. So thank you, Aunt Gail, for calling and uh, tipping me off to the birthday. If you're listening, don't tell mom. I want her to think that I I knew immediately she deserves that and much more from me. Uh, And then I heard my mom say her age, which I won't disclose, but she followed it by saying, I don't know whether I should celebrate or mourn. (laughs) So what you think about that? Isn't that Spice Girls work? Anyway, I'm going to secretly take her to an inexpensive ramen place tomorrow for lunch or dinner. She hasn't told me which she'd prefer yet. So please wish my mother a happy birthday. She's infused me with all the great neuroses that have allowed me to be wearing pajama pants at 7.30 at night. So uh, thank you very much. And... As you may have noticed or heard, uh, I was just in New York for two straight weeks cat-sitting cats named George and Ringo in Chelsea in Manhattan. And wasn't that a wonderful opportunity? You don't get to be in Manhattan for two weeks, free lodgings, taking care of cats that the only price is they eat all of your cords and wake you up at 7 a.m. Besides that, look, that could happen if you stay at a hotel, you know what I'm saying? It was wonderful. I saw a lot of friends, 
lot of people I didn't see. It was kind of uh, one of those visits where I was keeping it a bit on the low. So if you're a friend of mine from New York and you're listening to this and you're like, Nick, what the hell? I still love you. I just couldn't see you this time around. I was just taking it a bit easy. Didn't do the podcast for two weeks. Did a few interviews with luminaries. People you're going to hear. My friend Elizabeth Mann is one of them. The daughter of Ted Mann, great writer. I feel like we didn't even talk about that because we talked about a bunch of other stuff. Uh, And really, it's like, I don't really want to get to someone's parent who did stuff until we're well into talking about you. Uh, If you have any comments or questions, you are still very encouraged to write weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to support this podcast and just get me off the ground running, uh, we already have a few, but become a member on Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash Nick Flanagan. Patreon? Patreon? How would the Greeks have pronounced it? I don't know. I'm not Greek. And I've never really met a Greek person. Get him to the Greek. Uh, do you think Russell Brand still needs to be got to the Greek? Or he doesn't care anymore? How about that Russell Brand podcast? <laughs> How about that Russell Brand podcast? He's, he's a smart boy. Um, do I like a lot of his guests? No. Do I like some of his attitudes? I'm not sure. He's bright. God damn. British people are smart. UK people are, are sometimes smart. And then if they're not, boy, get the hell out of there. They're scary. They're going to hit you. Um, yeah, so New York was awesome. I went to the art galleries. I did a comedy show at UCB called Fresh Out. I uh, had dinner at an old restaurant called uh, Jeans that Dave Hill Uh, suggested to me and we actually went to and um, I got to go on Dave Hill's podcast so you'll hear that I'm actually playing a show with Dave Hill in Montreal on Valentine's Day so if you're listening from Montreal you can go to that yeah so I don't know I mean what can you say Manhattan's on the forefront of style so it was great being in uh, sunny Manhattan seeing all the hip new looks of which Primarily, this was very odd. My traveling companion noted this, and then I noticed it too. Every eighth per male had a 10-gallon hat of some sort. 10-gallon hats, I guess, are popular in Manhattan, or more likely, southern oil barons are the only people who can afford to visit Manhattan. And no, I didn't see sleep no more. What do I look like, a billionaire? I'll tell you. I would have to work so hard that I could sleep no more to see no sleep no more. I'd have to be working 24-7. As opposed to zero, zero. This is work, though. Didn't go to Brooklyn a lot. Tried to go to a comedy show at the Knitting Factory. Sold out. Line up. Well, it's a free show, but just full lineup out the block. And then I thought we, we were like... Okay, let's say we get into this show. Then we're in a packed, cramped comedy show. I'm not performing, so I'll just be sad about that. I can't, we can't enjoy that. So we went across the street to the Commodore, had a wonderful fried chicken sandwich. I'm telling you, the chicken craze, 
here for it. Oh boy, Chelsea was fancy. Real fancy stuff. You're walking down the street, we would hear people talk about CFOs. And yet, also some very inexpensive pizza. I got a pizza covered in ziti. I put on so much weight. I put. I would eat so heavily the night before that I, I would just lie in bed digesting until 1 p.m. When my gremlin don't feed me after midnight, am I right? Oh, God. Michael Jackson's thriller was probably about the taste of New York pizza. You know what I'm talking about? Those pies are hot, and they're greasy, and they make up me drool. If you want to support the podcast, please mail me vintage games for Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. If you want to support the podcast, please uh, buy me a PlayStation 4 so I can return the one I borrowed from my friend that I can't believe she still is letting me have, and I want to give it back to her because I feel so guilty. If you want to support the podcast, please reload my Metro card. Oh, that subway's falling apart these days. They weren't lying. You gotta wait 15 minutes for the next subway sometimes. And yet winds up skipping your stop or just stopping and saying you gotta get off now and wait for the next subway. What's going on, New York? I thought you guys had billions of bucks. Got that Amazon money. How many boroughs did we hit? Three. Queens. Brooklyn. And Manhattan. Fun stuff. We even went over to the Staten Island Ferry, but we didn't get on it. We just kind of looked at the Statue of Liberty from Battery Park. I don't know why they call it Battery Park. You can't park there, and there's no batteries there. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love that dang darn tootin' city. New York City. Didn't go to a Yankees game. Didn't see Billy Joel anywhere. Didn't uh, yell at a cab. We did uh, almost get hit by a garbage truck, though. And as they were turning the corner, having almost struck me down, the guy just gave me a thumbs up. I like that. And yet in Toronto, if someone runs a red light in my neighborhood, as I've mentioned before, I'm PO'd. How dare you run a red light? There are a bunch of children I don't know and have no emotional connection to in my neighborhood. How dare you, sir? Durst you not know there are many kids here and there and everywhere and you could hit them with the car and then you'd feel bad we should invent cars made of foam that just you know or even a maybe a gum car that that makes the kid stick to the thing and they don't get any injury or we make all children wear the sumo suits so that if the car thing happens which would be terrible the sumo suit absorbs it and they Nothing, they're, they're fine, you know? Or we just stuff their snowsuits with socks so that it emulates the sumo suit experience. This music is insane. Yeah, it was really nice taking two weeks off. Thanks for waiting it out. I hope maybe you used that time to catch up on my back catalog. Although I was watching the numbers and I don't think you did. Um, yeah, I feel refreshed. It's cool coming into 2019 with a, a positive attitude that I'm trying to maintain. 
last few days I spent editing the Scott podcast, uh, which is funny because the front half is cut off, and that was kind of unintentional, but I also think it sort of works. Reorganizing my room, making sure the games work, buying games. And now I got to find some some type of work, so I don't know. I'm not asking you to find me work, but if you have any interesting jobs I could do, specifically in writing or performing, boy, would I like that. Oh, I can do so much. Listen to this voice. It's rugged. It's raw. I repeat, when I die, my seeds will be ill like me. That's a quote from Staten Island's own um, Ghostface Killer. I don't know. I don't remember who said it from the Woo. The Woo. My good buddy's the Woo. Uh, my good buddy's the Woo. It's funny that a rap group was named after a uh, Jada Pinkett movie. <laughs> That's a little reference to the movie Woo. It's weird that a rap group was named after what you say after a strenuous day of exercise. Woo. Anyway. Law of Diminishing Returns is happening to the podcast as I speak. I'm going to go. This has been fun. If you want the people to keep listening to the podcast if you want more people to listen to the podcast which i don't know if that matters to you because you're listening and you're doing the job but if you these are the things that would be super helpful in the new year one becoming a member on patreon i'm working on the incentives they will be good i'm kind of launching it soon so if you want to wait until i officially get something more concrete together you're totally welcome to but i invite you as a leap of faith to pledge like five bucks a month and I will come through for you. Or you don't have to and you can keep listening. You'll get like four episodes a week. It's fine. Um, buying my album on Bandcamp, nickflanagan.bandcamp.com. Leaving a review for this on iTunes. Huge. Really, any. however you are listening to the podcast, rating it, leaving a review, very helpful. I'm not going to say this every episode, but this is the January edition, so I'll say it. Um, sending me encouragement. Sending me questions, stories about how you react to the podcast, what you want to see, weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K. Yeah, and most of all, just tell a friend. That's all I really ask is if you like it, just spread the word. That was a lot. That was a lot. I'm doing another one of my shows with uh, Ale Senior. I can't remember. We haven't... Brian Rurick is also on the show. It's at the Transact January 13th at 3 p.m. If you haven't been to one of those yet, and there's only about 12 people who have 20 people, uh, I really recommend you come. I know I said that there weren't a lot of people at the other shows. It's been enough, and they've had a great time. The music has been amazing, and these have been some of the most free shows for me, and I've got to joke around so much, and they've been an amazing part of coming back to toronto so yeah i'm back baby i'll try to remember more stuff from new york and talk about it over the week um don't get a chelsea smile that's where you get a that's where you get the joker mouth with the cuts smile naturally talk to you soon thanks for listening